Like a live stream of a just an acoustic singer, just like see, it's yeah. What the the term you use singing at you is so it's so much more like direct, than yeah. Like yeah, like a bit offensive in that regard. It's like no, I've set this all up so you can fucking hear me serenade you from my <laughs> from my bedroom. Okay, I've given you now. You give me feedback. Tell me how much did you like it yeah. on a scale of eight to ten? <laughs> Pretty like, much. You can't. It, yeah. Whereas I feel, I don't know, I just feel like DJing is a bit more just like background sound. Yeah, like, yeah. And because the, the performance is like, it all kind of looks the same. So the performance is more in the, in the sound rather than in like the actual moves that created, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like that's a big difference between electronic and acoustic music for me is... The electronic stuff tends to be good as a soundtrack or just like this background music like you say but acoustic music i guess is so much more of a human expression than a computational expression and so as far as the art of it goes it's a much more consuming thing and it's like i find it a lot more demanding but then it can be a lot more rewarding because it consumes you so much and if it resonates you feel it more than I don't know, I feel like there's yeah. a bigger threshold for for resonance for me in acoustic music. It requires more participation from the audience. Exactly. It requires participation, <laughs> which I can't do through a fucking screen. I'm yeah, sorry, like yeah. I don't care the how good you lost. are. So mum told me about um <laughs> Mum told me about a play. This is a cool idea and I really respect it, but it's kind of the same thing. I haven't yeah. made up my mind about it yet. Yeah. Told me about this play that um by all accounts was you know a really important play because they're all important and um oh yeah they there's no unimportant play that every one of them breaks you know really important ground and anyway the actors obviously can't do it it can't go ahead it did sound like i can't i remember it was for some cause like it was a meaningful performance mm. for some reason <laughs> not just for people to you know whatever <laughs> and so they're going ahead with it and all the actors are going to play their parts through the screen from all over across the world. Like some actors are in New York, some are in Melbourne, some are in Sydney. And they're gonna live stream this, I suppose, like a Zoom, like as you would a Zoom conversation or just a multi-screen conference call. I can't see the effect being great. Same thing, man. I, I noticed this like the same, just immediate knee jerk that I have to an acoustic singer just singing at me through like an Instagram live or something. I'm just like, no, thank you. No, it doesn't sound like me. And like, it doesn't mean I don't respect that it's uh, creative and it's a, it's an adaptation to the new scenario, but it's just like the feeling it gives me immediately makes me know that I, it's not for me. You can sort of see it working a little bit more with like a band putting together a song. For sure, but that's because they've got the chemistry of the band. Like you, you're tapping into their little I just feel like... Group. I feel like theatre is so dependent on the space of the stage and everything that that encompasses that to try and like, it just inherently wouldn't work because people <laughs> would be in just like this really fragmented. Like, <laughs> it's sounding more appealing to me now from a comical <laughs> point of view. It would just be so funny to see people like really commit to an actor and a part and some dialogue. Like imagine someone looking at you through a phone screen going like, 
<laughs> and like delivering some really impassioned pieces of dialogue. I would like to see the commitment like if there was a scene <laughs> taking place in a kitchen between like three people, right? I would like to see all three of those people in their respective kitchens, like as if it was <laughs> just one space. Yeah. I- and then like moving between sp- spaces in their own house according to the script. That would be... It would be redeeming. It would make it a lot more... Yeah, but... But so that's every person making a set in of their own house and making them all look the same. Yeah. Until like they get interrupted by their kids or something. But then the other problem with that is, uh, how is it formatted on the screen? So like, mm. Mm. <laughs> exactly. They wouldn't have, it could look. It could work if there was like two tiles up here and then one tile below them, all in the, all in a kitchen space having a scene. But what happens if one of these guys is down here, really disjointed from, and everyone else is? in other rooms of the play, just watching on or, or like... What about, okay, wouldn't that be, that would be interesting to see like, say there's a there's a play, there's a story going on, to see three scenes playing out at once and you have to choose which one to dial into, to listen to based off like how, what you can intuit is going on through the screens. Like you see the two people in the kitchen or the three people in the kitchen and then there's another scene of three people in the park and you have to sort of choose which one is more engaging, <laughs> dial into it and then piece together the storyline. I feel like this is a new art form. Yeah, I'm not going to buy into it. <laughs> it's, it's just, I don't think I have the creative ability to, to be to assist in putting that together. I, I'm not, I don't you. think I even have the creative ability to... to consume it <laughs> just like I don't have the ability to conceive of it really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, think that's a reflection on you I think that's a reflection on me okay so the takeaway from that is we are uncertain about theatre making the leap to online yep okay are there any like what could successfully make the leap online because podcasting is pretty much I don't know it's like it's like a talk show or whatever but yeah. without an audience yeah, and like you and I are uh, potentially no, actually we exercised on our way down here, so we're fine. I'm exercising dead. right now. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm doing just, kegels. I'm just doing a few zero kilogram bicep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm benching the air, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, Super light reps. <laughs> I feel like you know, even with social distancing or like people being in their own homes, you could podcasting would survive because you could just tap into. Like, you could FaceTime, essentially, and just record the audio. Mm. Easy. Yeah. Although, I, I, like, I engage a lot less in those conversations for some reason. Like, I've noticed yeah. that in a few podcasts I listen to where they include a lot more Skype or Zoom or whatever. And the tone of the conversation is just, it's too noticeably different. I think it's because, like, when you're having a conversation with someone on FaceTime, you can, like... The option for you to disengage completely from that conversation, you have that ability in just one press of a button. Whereas, like, you and I sat here... <laughs> I can't just turn you off. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I can't just be like, okay, see you later, man, bang, enough of and that, then dude. I'm gone. And then, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and then you're on your own, like, left to your own devices to be like, okay, yeah, that conversation's over. Cool. That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, it's also that, like... I almost talk through those platforms with this expectation that it might fail. Like I'm kind of maybe enunciating at 105% just in case yeah. some sort of static interferes and then my, you know, 
communication is impeded <laughs> or like I'm expecting it to drop out or the other person to get distracted by something I can't see and do what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think TV and movies are certainly on hold at the moment though. Like people are streaming a lot of stuff obviously because they're fucking, you know, their entertainment spectrum of offerings is been reduced to what they can access in their own home. Yeah, yeah. By and large. But, like, that also means that the production of those things... Yeah, imagine a TV set right now. Like, how would you even run that? Or, like, shooting a scene in a tight space where you've got someone on camera. Well, you some, couldn't, you really. a director, boom, guy, girl, boom, holder, <laughs> all the actors, whatever. Or, like, even intimate scenery in, like... Oh. You just, like, couldn't do it anymore. It'd be what safe. about the porn industry? Surely that's off the cards at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder actually, because I heard I heard this interview with a porn star recently about um, about how actually really meticulous they are in their testing, in their cleanliness, in like you don't work unless you can produce documentation to prove that you are healthy and not whatever contagious. Yeah, and that people get industry reputations and like, oh no, I don't work with that person because they've like either not submitted that or they failed it or whatever and yeah, they just shit. but it sounds like it sounds very diligent in um their sanitation but i guess like it's not about even the porn stars in this situation it's about if the fucking boom guy sneezes while it's all going on and then like that's as much of a liability as contracting an std but i mean like are they still able to surely they can't engage in that manner right now for work could they i mean i just like I'll have to check with my contacts because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't answer that with any confidence. But. I mean, I suppose it is work, but... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it, just, yeah. it seems so contrary to like, yeah, the yeah. social distancing <laughs> to be like, no, 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 I'm just going into the office. <laughs> yeah, and if you can produce like invoices and like pay slips <laughs> to show that it really is work and potentially very lucrative work, <laughs> just, yeah. Imagine being a copper and having to make those discretionary decisions. You're just like, fuck, why couldn't, why couldn't this be somebody else? Well, I remember Scott Morrison saying, what is an essential job? Any job is essential. <laughs> <laughs> so, I suppose he's given it the green light in this country. Mate, it's, it's, one, it's one attitude that'll help you make money. <laughs> Alright, now Rolls, you had... Uh, you wanted to discuss something with me today? I've got a couple of things to run by, actually. Perfect. Um, so, I was chatting to you on the way down here about someone I know who basically sleeps three hours a night. Whoa, okay. And I found that out and I found it to be a cause for some concern because I'm a fucking mess if I sleep less than, you know, six. Is that, can I ask, is... Do you know if that three hours is by choice or just by... That's what I wanted to find out. Immediately my thoughts were exactly that of like, why? Like surely yeah. you felt the difference in quality of life <laughs> after nine hours compared to three. But three's not much. So I found out that basically this person is a gamer Ooh, and okay. plays a game which is an online role-playing game and is played the world over so every 24 hours the game some feature of the game or some 
part of the game resets at a specific time every 24 hours and it's important that you are if you care about the game and you're invested in succeeding in it yeah which we'll come back to um, but, <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> but basically at that point you need to be online so that you can capitalize or you can react fast to the new changes and make sure that you you know succeed yeah, as, as best you can right and so for australia that's 9 p.m because for, I think, other countries it might be 9am because people make money playing this game. Uh, players make money? Yes. Yeah, right, okay. So... And so, basically, the implication is that uh, this guy's getting online at 9, needs to play, has a gaming session for maybe 4 or 5 hours, takes him through to 1 or 2, needs to wind down after it, so watches a bit of YouTube and tends to get asleep around 3, needs to be up at 6. So it's like this kind of constant feedback of needy, of like having invested so much in this game already that my, from my observation, and I didn't go so far to volunteer this to him, but it seemed like he's invested too far to stop doing it now, where it's like it's too, it's too big a part of his routine He's put too much money and time and energy towards it to just like abandon it, but it is completely like it's a bottleneck, which is ruining everything. Because when you don't sleep, like everything yeah. sucks. Everything sucks. <laughs> everything sucks. Yeah, and so basically, he invests a significant amount of money in this game, like thousands of dollars a year. And there's some people apparently to whom money is no object who invest tens of thousands of dollars a week. And my head just went to the why. Like, what are you getting? What are you showing? How quickly are you making your money back on that? Oh, you never make your money back. Ever. So are you, just, are you just spending money on the game? Yeah. So I think you can, I think it translates to some sort of virtual currency that reflects real currency. But so how you manage it is, I guess, um, varies from player to player. So people lose money at different rates is the, is the, like the basis of it but can it's not like a casino where you can go and cash out your chips at the end i don't know i don't know it might i've heard about like other games where people sell their membership or like sell their right, character okay and so i suppose if you i don't know about this one so in particular, you could do that i don't know you, maybe you could <laughs> in which case that's an interesting thing to think about straight away but in context okay but when you said people make doing. money on the game I think I think that was probably the wrong verb to use. They I think spend like, money on the game. They spend money themselves. on the game. Yeah, yeah. But it's spend and exchange. So yeah, I suppose right. uh, yeah, you're right. Like it's that no one's making anything. No one's coming out of it with more than they went in, except the game developer. And the game developer's walking out with shitloads. I mean, look, I have a small experience in being addicted to gaming. Okay. I was pretty hooked on RuneScape in year five or year six, back when I was a young lad. Yeah. For about a year. Not to this point. I was probably, I probably played like maybe two hours a day on mm -hmm. average. I'd wake up early in the morning and get an hour in before school. And like... Wow. I just like... I can't, all I can say is like the grip on these things oh, yeah. is huge because like... It's, it's like this weird cycle of like, you feel like you're advancing, which gives the impression that 
there are more avenues in the game open to you to now go and explore. Like when you start out, I remember when you start out in RuneScape, you're a fucking pleb. Yeah. And you can barely do anything, but everyone else that plays is walking all around you and they're talking, like you can chat with other players. When you so, say you can't do anything, like the well, game like, isn't really open to you until yeah. you've spent a lot of time on it. Well, like, yeah, this sort of skill set that you have and like in RuneScape they had a non-members region and a members zone of the world that you could travel in so like you, when you first start out you're kind of what you can do is very limited just by virtue of the fact that you don't have any of the skills yep albeit and you're not a member at this point in time either so but the game has a way of constantly like drip feeding you all of the information about like everything else that's around drip feeding is a wild verb to use <laughs> but like that's what it yeah, is yeah, like yeah, yeah. you slowly like catch wind you you like get all like happy in your little fishbowl being like oh yeah this game's all right and then you're like whoa there's like fucking that shit i didn't even know like holy shit i'm i thought i was making progress no nah, that's like miles away i've got to like did and like and you're deriving like a sense of pleasure or achievement or like well, just success I mean, I think, yeah, but but it's kind of like, it's a bit obscured because it comes with, I don't know, like, it's, it's weird. Like, the community just has a way of, like, exerting pressure on, like, where you want to be and, like, you constantly see people. It's like a, I don't, I don't really know how to explain it. Like, when I was playing, I, like, you, you would advance level and you would walk around and see people that were, like, more noob than you and you were like oh yeah like i'm making it i'm making it and then you'd like a, you know a bloke that's like 50 levels higher than you would just like stroll on past. stroll on past and you're like i'm no one again you know like and wow and it just like evoked this like weird desire to like keep trying to aspire is so is that is that a part of the um the addictive element of it is that it is an objective pecking order that is kind of absent now we're not allowed to even acknowledge that there is a pecking order as opposed to like how we evolved through biology yeah where there was a very defined you had tribal elders you had children and those those were the two ends of the spectrum and what you were contributing was somewhere in between yes but, but I it mean, was kind of well defined i mean i guess now like yeah in in our sort of everyday society the only conceivable like quantifiable pecking order is like how much money you have people like use yeah. that to assess where they're at compared to other people so in the game though but yeah are you spending your do you have a currency in the game which you're exchanging for yeah. street cred and all of this like power yeah you do have currency in the game but you don't buy it like the only thing i you pay to be a member but f as far as i remember you can they did have auctions like on other forums where people traded stuff like for real for real money but yeah yeah i certainly i mean i was 11 years old <laughs> a mate of mine did that in high school so I successfully sold a few accounts for like significant amount of money a few hundred dollars a piece really yeah but i mean what i was going to come back to was that like in this thing you had a whole a whole like sort of catalog of skills that all had numbers next to them and they were all readily available for everyone to see so it's like it's essentially like walking around with just your fucking check balance your balance 
Yeah, or well, the <laughs> amount of Instagram followers you yeah. have and all that shit, yeah, just yeah. like hovering yeah, yeah, above yeah, your yeah. head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like walking past someone being like, oh shit, that guy's got 10K followers. Fuck, he's got like $500,000. What have I got? Not that. Like. So, so at least in the game, it's directly reflective of um, time more than yeah. just like luck. It sounds like yeah. you, you don't just like arrive to RuneScape and receive those credentials you have to earn yeah, them yeah, and yeah. you can only earn them one way and it's through like yeah dedication it's through grinding love That's of the what game is cool like on the grinding grind. yeah grinding like one of my mates got back into runescape last year and he like he got super hooked into is it. he still doing it now i imagine like not playing runescape i don't think now. people's he addictions to this thing must be off tap at the minute yeah but i would like i would ask him i was like oh how's runescape going he's like ah shit i'm just grinding at the moment just grinding so when's it good what's the difference between shit and grinding and uh, it's good i'm what are you doing <laughs> you know. never got there yeah <laughs> mate i don't know i don't well, know that's the thing so that but that's where i i basically arrived at this answer from my friend saying like what are you getting out of this and it came down to one word and he just looks at me, he's like, power. And I was like, oh shit. It was like a bomb exploded in my brain where I, I think it like, it clicked that, and it might, this might be like a really dense <laughs> thing to say, but I never, I, it kind of confused me why there was such a stereotypical type of human being who was a gamer. Yeah. And you know, you kind of like, it's this image of the geek or the nerd or whatever, this like kind of... Wears a hoodie, even on hot days. <laughs> yeah, it's all perpetually cold, perpetually pale, you know, couldn't lift a brick sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it made me really sad to realise that that is the tool that these game developers are using to engineer these things to be that addictive because it's appealing to something that just cannot be gained by some people in the real world. Like, uh, imagine if you were at 25 years of old, uh, of old, of age, it, imagine if you were 45 kilos and your skin was like see-through and there's nothing you could do about either of those things. And like, you just, yeah. if you've gotten to 25, you've been bullied or marginalized or typecast your whole life. And then like this feeling, even though it's digital and it's not manifest physically or in a reality of any sense, it's so addictive and so appealing in this digital landscape that it's like mandating that my friend's getting three hours of sleep every night and is stuck in this wild I mean, feedback. The longer he spends in that world, then the longer he gets to enjoy that power and feel that power. Well, that's the other part of it, exactly. Like that, that's why I wanted to talk to you about this because I'm still weighing up both things where I'm incredibly saddened by the fact that that is like lacking in people's lives that level of self-esteem or i don't know self yeah i don't know sense of self yeah that they need to generate it elsewhere but then i'm so relieved that there's an outlet to, for that to happen yeah i mean it comes back to this this thread that we always talk about of like <laughs> you know whereabouts do you want to invest most of your experience and your energy? Like, do you want it to be in your physical surroundings or are you happy for it to be in an online sphere? You know, he probably like, in some respects, potentially he doesn't pay as much attention to what happens in, in his hours away from the game. 
because it's like yeah this comes back to our graph doesn't it, it? yeah it's more <laughs> it's more trivial for him do you know what i mean he like sort of sees that as just a means to an end and then like maybe he i mean like it'd be interesting to see how much of his identity he would assign stems from his gaming identity and how much of it comes from outside of his gaming identity yeah because then it comes down to um what you think happens at the end of your life like whether you genuinely believe in immortality in a virtual world instead of mortality Mm. in the physical one and like if that's true and he's sort of like the the physical world is just this means to an end so that he can go back to the game where he's spending most of his conscious hours that's all well and good until you have some horrific accident in the physical world and you can't go back you can't be in either world anymore but if you fuck up in the digital world you could always you know real life still exists but well that's the thing but if he thinks he's going to exist forever in the digital world then maybe take you know dying in the physical world isn't that much of a it just means that like he'll be there forever that'll be the only place his consciousness exists yeah fuck that's creepy to think about i know but maybe that's some people's level of like uh, across this our graph across like the step from from biology to technology and it's not really for for me or you to say whether they're wrong because i've not died i don't know what happens mate i remember when I, my RuneScape addiction ended because my, I, I think mum like became upset with how much time I was spending on it. She was managing my paying of my membership because like obviously. You're in year five. Yeah. And there needed to be a card attached to it or something, which I certainly didn't have. Yeah. And then she just refused to keep paying the membership once. I came down one morning to start playing and like had like can't remember what the yeah your t-shirt on the you had your fingerless were. gloves on ready to go <laughs> had my hoodie on your boxy shorts <laughs> can't remember what the signals were that like alerted me to the fact that i didn't have my membership anymore but it became very apparent and i just fucking had a meltdown Did had you? a tantrum and then i just stopped playing there on after because i was like i was down about it i was like fuck i've just like lost all that time like and then I was just like, literally, I remember it being so quick, like in, in a matter of a day or two, I was just like, oh yeah, the real world's still here. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh yeah, it's fine. And so like, you, you actually like distinctly remember yeah. that um, coming back to the world sort yeah, of thing? Yeah, and then just like not lamenting it, like at all. I was like, I was so upset about it for like literally two or three hours. Yeah. And then I was just like, oh. Do some other shit. Yeah, if I don't, you know, if I don't ever face it again, like, I think some of it comes down to, like, feeling like the other people in that digital community are going to be like, oh, shit, what happened to that guy? Fuck, he lost his membership. Like, oh. But then, like, if you don't go back on the game, you don't engage you with any know. of that. You're yeah. just like, no. Nah. What do you mean? You don't fucking know who I am. I'm just back in my real world now. Yeah. This is sounding um this is sounding familiar to another conversation we always have about social media and about like that similar sort of fear of like deleting a social media account like what if I don't get yeah. this that or the other and it's like well that was only in that world because if you don't get it then you weren't supposed to have it in the real world so you shouldn't yeah. lament the loss of it That's so interesting man 
I don't know. Thanks Ga- for sharing all of that with me. I really appreciate hearing that story start to finish. Oh, that's all right. It's I just like it feels so foreign to to me now because I just like the thought of. I, I think thankfully I'm thankful that it like scarred me in a good way because it's meant that I've like never wanted to get back into gaming. Have you ever have you ever dabbled or ever like? Do, you, do we oh, say I you fell a bit off the of wagon Pokemon. or? I still play a bit of Pokemon from time to time. Pokemon Go or like on a no, Game, Game Boy? Yeah, Game Boy which, Advance. Which one? Advance, what's that one? Uh, I've got the Advance SP, the flip one with the light. Oh, that's the way. It's pretty good. I think but, I've got one of those actually kicking around somewhere. But, you know, I mean, nah, I've just like, I don't know, I think because I've felt like the grip of its addiction before and then felt just like the freedom of being out of that. Mm. I've never just wanted to be in that again. I wonder if um, I wonder if there's a big difference between role-playing games and and individual games, like whether that yeah. whatever this um, dynamic is is turned up when there's other people or who you perceive to be other people that could just be avatars or could just be some like yeah. bot. But you just like because they because you, you think they're real people and they become familiar and you see them a lot, then you develop this relationship almost. Well, I mean, like I, th- I would say the addictive properties of role play games would be far stronger because like yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly. where you, you have the capability to like reinvent yourself essentially. Yeah, I guess it is like social media in so many ways. Like you, it just gives you an opportunity to like design yourself from scratch in some respect to design even, yourself even fully. more so yeah like yeah isn't that even more so as in like that is not something that is exclusive to a digital presence you can design yourself in the real world like you can you can choose exactly how you present yeah it's not like it's not like that doesn't exist but the level of appeal of it in these digital platforms is almost like it's because it can't exist anywhere else it's like no you can you, you chose that pair of sunglasses that you got on your face right now and like what you're wearing and just your general like demeanor and the words yeah. you're choosing and all this stuff. Like you're designing yourself every second. Yeah. Fuck. It's weird that it's not enough. Three hours sleep though. That can't, that's not sustainable. That was just, that is just the worst thing. Eh? Like when you go to sleep, when you know you've got work the next day, but you've just been a fucking goose and just gone out anyway. And then you look at your phone you know you got to be up at 5.15 and it's 1.30 and you're just <sighs> like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? Yeah. And then you can't get to sleep. What time does it really start ticking the urgency bell for you, do you reckon? Sometimes, I've, I've given up before, like I've been in bed too late and I've just been like, this is a, this is a reckless decision because I won't wake up. There's no way. So you just, just stayed, sta- awake. stayed awake. Yeah, I've done Shit. that once. It's not good. Wouldn't no. recommend it. I, I I didn't do it too much at my time at, at Steamy, but in my job beforehand, I, I oh, had this some is when I was twenty nights. Yeah, yeah, I had some reckless nights of like genuinely like ten minutes sleep, like getting into bed and then like eyes closing and then alarm going straight off and just being like, uh, yeah. That feeling, yeah. man, it is so bad. It's going to do it. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's terrible. I got to be at work at seven. I got up at 6.59 the other day. <laughs> yeah, you told Don't me. <laughs> you got in a minute before you post. Yep. Yes. <laughs> oh, hey, dude. <laughs> no, I've been here ages, yeah. Got here early, actually. <laughs> um, what else you got to run by me today? 
Um, I forgot the other one. I got too consumed by the by the gaming. Because <laughs> it's got to be, it's got all of that stuff has got to be off tap right now. Like so, all of these effects are so much more pronounced when you're not allowed to leave your house. Well, you know, my, so my, my mate that is a gamer, the one I was just referring to before. He, I spoke to him the other day, and he told me that he's over gaming. He's been gaming so much. He's over it. That he's just like, he's like, I'm actually sick of it at the moment. Wow, he, really? Yeah. Like, I've never heard of that <laughs> end of the threshold before. I know. He's like, it's just exhausting. I just can't be bothered for it. Because like... That's so cool that he can recognise that about himself. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Like, seeing how much energy it's requiring from him. Like, wow. Because I suppose, like, that... The addictive properties of it must have, like, gone up tenfold yeah. in the last month or two. Because... Because it's like, it's one of those things, right? So that guy, like, as you were saying, 9pm or whatever is the crossover that he's, something happens that he's got to respond to, to basically, like, maintain his cred, Mm. essentially, Mm. or, like, maintain his status and his position in the game. And so, you know, when when you're not at the, playing the game, all of those minutes become categorized by the fact that that's time spent missing out on advancing yourself more yeah and now that you know in theory a lot of people playing all sorts of games have got more time to be investing into it and like they're not they're not necessarily in those routines where they have eight or nine hours of a day where they they physically actually can't just go and play a quick session they're like they have this window of time where they everyone else can kind of catch up potentially in that regard yeah yeah that's like becoming less available yeah so so like that grip is just like slipping yeah well i mean you know he works in the hospitality industry so he's got fixed fixed hours that he can't he can't go and access that world. Yeah, yeah, whereas, yeah. Whereas, like, potentially a lot of the other people playing the game... It's the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, it's just open right up. <laughs> Good time to be one of those game developers. Imagine doing that, dude. Imagine sitting down at a computer for a couple of months. Maybe that's incredibly disrespectful to game developers. Maybe it's a couple of years. I've got no idea. <laughs> no idea. But basically tapping away on a keyboard <laughs> and building, like, a machine that you can't see or touch but starts generating you money forever and heaps of it. And it's basically from other people's misfortune. Or fortune. I still haven't made up my mind about whether it's a good thing. Like it's more of a good thing that that exists for these people. What's the alternative? What's the alternative is trying to tell your 45 kilogram, you know, stick thin wrist self that you don't need to get the pa- you don't need that sense of power you can choose it you can generate it yourself you don't need to rely on i wonder if what drives gamers is like is it you know maybe an unconscious belief that like yeah this physical world's going to evaporate one day so that like but yeah they might have people tell them like no oh, you can't commit everything to the game because like you need to you need to go and get a job. You need to do things in the real world. And they're like, in deep down, and they're like, nah. They're like, no, they're not just like, nah. They're like, this idiot is still wasting their time in the physical. <laughs> like, they're not pursuing immortality like I am in the digital. Like, what is wrong with this person? And then they've got the audacity to espouse to me that I'm wasting time on becoming immortal. Like, there'd be that level of yeah. belief. And th- that's what we're saying. Like, there's no... Uh, 
I'm no one. You're no one to tell them no. someone else well, that their version of heaven or immortality is not valid. Oh man, I'm gonna have to get. Back yeah, I think me soon. too. Now, I'll, I'll be <laughs> <out>. <laughs> thanks for the chat. <laughs>